This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is y'all's ghoulie, John Kassir, the voice of The Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> You guys are listening to Slasher Radio. Thanks for checking us out. My name is Mikey Bones, and I am joined by Kat and the ravishing Rob Humphrey. Hello. Hi. That's like four times I did that ravishing shit. You see that? I know. I know. Yeah. It's your thing. I like it. I know. I didn't didn't change your name on my phone yet. No, you should, though. I will. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about me becoming the face of the show? It's happened, yeah. whether or not. It's too late to ask that question. Do, do we have to get into that right away? You couldn't wait, huh? Nah, nah, I couldn't wait. That was, uh, it was pretty, pretty uh, exciting stuff. Well, in case you guys weren't keeping up with us on Twitter, our merch shop is finally open. Um, I'll, These motherfuckers don't understand how much work goes into shit and time. I never want to look at Photoshop again. I don't know how I'm on a computer now recording this. Like, it, it's a bitch. So show some appreciation, you fuckers, and go check it out. You can go to SlasherRadio.com, and uh, th- there's a little shop tab there. Or you can go to SlasherRadio.MyShopify.com. The sh- uh, store is through Shopify. So, um, you know, everything is uh, as pro- much more professional than I could have made it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. We got socks. Yeah. 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 The coolest shoes ever. Yeah. Those shoes are something else. Um, there's a bunch of shit on there, guys. Custom designs that I did myself that actually came out pretty decent. Just go check it out. We got jacket, mm-hmm. bomber jackets, a baseball jersey. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, we got yeah. a lot. Of, we have, guys, you can go right now to slasherradio.com and buy a slasher radio metal Bluetooth speaker. And a wireless charger built into one. Nice. And you can also get the number one selling item in the shop, which is the Rob Space (laughs) T-shirt. It is. Uh, This is not a joke. Yep, it is. uh, The numbers don't lie. People have spoken. And what they want is a T-shirt with my face on it. Uh, So you can order that. And it's also available as a poster. And you can hang that up in your bedroom. So when you're making sweet, sweet love, you can look up and just stare right into my eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You said he listens to the show, huh, Kat? Yeah. Yeah. yeah good job. It does. Yeah, don't give him any ideas, Rob. I'll things fast. <laughs> I, I want to I hit two points real quick. First, you know what? No, fuck it. First, I want to know how you weasel your way into the situations you weasel your way into. You... joke around like you you bust our balls about things like having your own podcast network like having a sock podcast and and having a t-shirt with your face on it and they come to existence they come to reality don't they i know i don't know how do you weasel your way into this it's just you know what it is it's because i'm full of great ideas 
That's why. Because you're a sneaky bastard is why. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. Like the most ridiculous thing. And it, it he ends up getting it done. I don't know how. Um, also, back to the uh, circling back to the, the time put into the shit. Um, Photoshop takes a long time. And I put countless hours into the designs and setups of this shop for your fucking face <laughs> to be the top selling merch item. Do you know how haunting that is? Uh, I just, I hope you, uh, I hope you feel like your work has been rewarded. No, that's that's all. <laughs> no, it's not. I can't believe it. I, I, I really can't fucking believe. Rob's shirt, Rob's face is the top selling item in mm -hmm. our shop. Yeah, yeah. You can get it on a lot of different stuff too, like a mug, right? Yes, it's yeah, it's on a mug. Mm -hmm. So you know. <sighs> You never have to drink alone, then. You can always have a good buddy Rob there for a cup of joe. Well, go check out the shop. That's where I'm going to get Cat for Christmas. Oh, God. Cat changers, hurry up, move. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to leave. Yeah. Your parents are going to get just random shit with Rob's face on it. Like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh, there is also a, a sale going on on the website. Uh, to celebrate the launch, I thought it would be a good idea to have a patron sale. So only the patrons, the member of the Slasher Radio Patreon, get 20% off their order. How about All right. that? That's something. That is a good reason to sign up. It literally pays for your, your... I mean, the sale itself, if you get something, pays for your Patreon subscription for the month. Yeah. Possibly yeah. multiple months. Mm -hmm. And that's where all the smart people are, too. So you need to sign up for the Patreon, you dummy. Well... Ghost and Chris are there, you know. Hey, oh, come on. You've got to stop picking on the patrons. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get people into the Patreon, Mikey. It, it's bad enough when Rob calls everybody else freeloaders. Well, they are freeloaders. <laughs> if, if you listen to this show and you're not a member of the Patreon, you're not supporting us, you are the definition of a freeloader. You are like those people that suck the system dry and give nothing back in return. And I hope you're happy. <laughs> I mean, I can't follow that. So to, to continue the housekeeping, I guess, portion of the show, uh, we had a successful fantasy draft for the Slasher Radio League, Rob. I know. I know. I uh, I feel like I won the draft. Um, I, proposed, uh, I proposed a trade that you turned down for some reason, which I don't understand. Yeah. Kat, I don't know how familiar you are with, with football. Uh, he He tried to trade me. The Chiefs defense, which is one of the lowest rated defenses in the entire league as of last year. Anyway, I doubt that's changed much. And defenses aren't worth much to begin with. For Saquon Barkley, probably top one to two running backs in the entire league. And you said, no, I don't understand. I was going to give you 11 players for one. Think about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll decline it again if you do it again. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, looking at your report card for the grade, a C plus as to where mine is a B minus. I know, but that doesn't mean anything. Those are just grades. Let me tell you something. I've been a C plus student my whole life, and look <laughs> where I've gotten. All right. I've been a C student. Border. Mm -hmm. <laughs> C, so, I feel like. C plus student, and I got my face on a shirt that somebody bought. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Real money. <laughs> yeah, you can't even fucking believe it. You see? <laughs> uh, um, just to go through real quick, I just want to shout out the names. We'll give, you know, quick little updates 
on the show if there's anything that happens drastically throughout the league, throughout the season. Uh, there are two divisions, the Slasher Radio Division and the This Horror Life Division. Uh, the This Horror Life Division consists of Ghost Gang, that's Ghost Team. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to skip this for now. Nate's team, uh, patron Nate. So he, he didn't come up with a cool name. Well, he will. He will. He'll, he'll get it. Yeah. Or well, not. I don't know. Maybe yeah. he doesn't know how to work the thing. I don't know. Well, Nate's in the This Horror Life division. We got a team called Zeke's Freaks. A play on Zeke Elliott, I'd imagine. A team called 75 and a team called Doomfoot. Mm-hmm. You skipped one. <sighs> You're going to have to say it eventually. <laughs> Tom Atkins' mustache there. <laughs> 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 is that your team no it's not my goddamn <laughs> team never be my team it's rob's damn team that rounds <laughs> off this horror life division uh slasher radio division is camp counselor greg who jesus christ he's the inspiration for this episode nesto squad uh obviously our good friend nesto grussell wilson's ten dollar team the Loch Ness monster and uh these two names one of them is a very good friend of mine, Marcus, and his team is the Let It Hang Soldiers. Okay. So th- th- I love the name. Let it hang, Marcus. Let it hang. Uh, and my team is the Leaping Leprechauns. Mm. Yeah. So I, I, I won the team name competition too. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, that that's uh, we had our draft and everything went well. And, you know, it, it's fun. I, anyone who didn't join, shame on me. I guess. Oh, yeah, right. Um, yeah, uh, Vin- Vincent DeSanti's not going to be on this show mm. ever. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> wow. you can you can scratch that. He was scheduled for an interview. Uh, apparently, there's been some scheduling conflicts or mishandlings, and yeah, he's we're, he's not going to be on the show. Yeah, it's not so, going to work out. No, no. Um, he's busy. We're busy, and um, you know, we're just. We don't. It's it's annoying for us to deal with. Uh, um, how can I put this nicely? An unconfirmed schedule. How about that? Or a mishandled schedule. There you go. And you know, yeah, we're all. Bu- I mean, I'm running a podcast or an audio entertainment network over here. <laughs> I got. Uh, you know, I got to be posing for t-shirts. Posing for fucking. <laughs> I got. T-shirt. You know, it's a lot going on. Cat hmm. is doing whatever it is she does during the day. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, we're all busy. This is an annoying episode already. <laughs> Can we talk about balls for a minute? Oh yeah. Mm. Always. Love it. Say everybody haven't seen my balls, they're big and salty and brown. If you ever need a quick, pick me up. Just stick my balls in your mouth. Yeah, speaking of twenty percent off that you can get at our shop, you can also get twenty percent off and free shipping. Manscaped outdid us saving money, guys. They did. Uh, so but you can do that by go checking out manscaped.com. Our buddies over there are giving you 20% off free shipping, entire order. It's summer, period. Mm-hmm. They got all sorts of goodies for you, goodies. I, I was standing outside today, and my sister had a flat. So I went over, and, you know, it, I was looking at it. And... Laughed at her? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I... 
they're just standing out there. The tire was, you know, everything was done by the time I got there. I didn't have to change the tire or anything. That's the way you do it right there. You're like, yeah, I'm on my way. And then you stop and get some food. <laughs> Drive around the block a few times. Maybe take the long way over there. And then be like, oh, it's fixed. Everything that needs to be done should be done about now. Let me head on <laughs> But even just standing out there, man, did nothing but stand next to a car and bullshit for about 15, 20 minutes. I was sweating. Yep. But guess what? Wasn't too sweaty. My goodies. Yeah, yeah. Because they got they got all sorts of lotions and deodorants and creams and whatever you need for that. They got the the lawnmower 4.0, which uh, again you take down to the bus station, find you a, a messed up man, ladies. You can fix him right up, no problem. Uh, not the train station, apparently. That's where ghosts would try to go. You can't do that. He's trying to get yeah. a prostitute, apparently. There's there's a big difference between train hobos and bus station hobos. What's the difference? I don't know. There just really is. Like you can't. There's no saving a train hobo. <laughs> there's not. No. There's nothing. You can't save a train hobo. Not even manscaped. I don't think so, man. I mean, maybe. I haven't tried it. I'll get back to you in a few weeks. Manscaped. I have a pitch for you for like a new ad campaign. Uh, we're gonna send Rob with a lawnmower mower 4.0. To train station. Yeah. We'll send you the footage. He did say he'll get back to us. So you yeah. can go to train station. Yeah, yeah. I'll get back, back to you in a few weeks. I'll let you know. <laughs> but I, I don't. I mean, train hobo is a whole different level of hobo. Uh, but the bus station, those people, you can still sort of redeem them. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I don't know. Rick Flair was at a bus station recently, so. I don't know. <laughs> he said that wasn't him. Be a liar. I know he's lying. <laughs> I don't know why he'd lie. If I was 900 years old, it <laughs> got caught behaving like that. I'd be like, hell yeah, that was me. <laughs> I'd do it again. <laughs> Even if it wasn't me, I'd say yeah. that was me. Yeah. <laughs> but guys, if you want your balls to be jet flying and limousine driving, you got to go to manscaped.com. Like Rob said, they got everything for it, dude. Go check them out. And you save money. Fan side at 20, you get yourself 20% off free shipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trim those boys up. That way you you got the, the right aerodynamics so you don't have things messing with your rate of thrust. And that's the end of the ad. <laughs> Manscaped.com. Fan side of 20 promo code, 20% off free shipping. Why do you ruin everything? I don't ruin nothing. I, I enhance things. No, it wasn't enhanced. You ruined it. No, I enhance things. Just like I'm going to enhance the lovemaking lives of our listeners when they purchase a poster of me for their bedroom wall. Please don't. Nobody do don't that. Don't put it on the wall. Put it up on the ceiling. You know what I mean? So. Especially don't do that. <laughs> this is a public service announcement, actually. I, I don't think anyone should do this. If anyone buys that poster after this episode drops, I'm going to be, I might cancel the order. <laughs> no one needs to be doing that. That's going to ruin marriages. Yeah. God almighty. If I ever came home to that. Wait, hold on. Uh-oh. Rob's on to something. If marriages are ruined, more people will listen to the dating advice podcast. Ah. It's all and it's already the internet's hottest dating show. Sexy time with Rob. <laughs> Buy some Rob posters, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Besides, I, I ruined everybody. my marriage. Why can't I ruin everybody else's? <laughs> God almighty. <sighs> well, guys, we have a voicemail this week. All right. I love voicemail. Is it Robger? Not Robger. You don't love voicemails. You just know who it's from and you can't wait to hear from them. You got a little <laughs> internet crush going on. It's weird. It's a shame on the both of you. 
Guys, you can call 917-397-KILL. You trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. That's 917-397-5455. And you can leave a voicemail, talk about anything show-related, anything horror-related. Um, we'll play it on the show and, and discuss it like you're about to hear right well, now. Let us know how your Rob poster plays into your sexy time. Like you just plug that for no reason. <laughs> like no reason at all. There was no need for it. He did it anyway. Hi, this is Will Dalton. I said I was going to call in. Uh, I was just listening to your Night of the Creeps episode. And I just had to ask, I don't understand how, how people can keep praise on Rob Zombie movies full of all this garbage dialogue and unlikable characters and yet criticize Night of the Creeps writing. I know, I understand it's it's not the best, obviously, but but I don't know how how you can defend Rob Zombie, but then criticize that. Um, I wanted to say that the bus bus crash scene is, frankly, in my opinion, a, a classic horror moment, right up there with like Johnny Depp getting pulled into his bed in A Nightmare on Elm Street. What? And uh, lastly, the uh, the person who was asking how did the slugs get into the long dead axe murderer. It actually showed in the movie that the slugs went under the porch of the house that he had been buried under by Tom Atkins's character. So it wasn't that they had been hibernating in his brain for uh, years. It was that his body was buried down there and the slugs somehow got down to where he was buried and got into his brain, what was left of it, and reanimated him. So uh, that's it. Uh, talk to you guys later. Bye. God damn it, Billy boy. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> well, I could have, but I didn't. I like it. How much are you paying him? I'm not paying him nothing. <laughs> Kidding me? He bought a shirt with my face on it. He did. <laughs> William is the culprit. Thank you very much for calling him, William. I appreciate it. Uh, William is on Twitter at W Dolphin. That's uh, D-A-L-P-H-I-N. Also, uh, we were talking about this before the show. I'm a huge fan of your work. Uh William also. Yeah, um I don't read bios. I didn't know William was <laughs> swinging such a hammer. I recognized the name and then I was like that can't be who's following us, but sure enough. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. So <laughs> <laughs> they told me they told me something, but I didn't understand what they were talking about. I think they made it up. But uh, all right, so yeah, yeah guys, what about that, huh? So the thing about it, um <laughs> huge fan of your work immediately going to argue with the voicemail <laughs> the thing about it is that i i think there's a certain level of compelling uh that comes with having uh i and this is not for everyone but i think with shock value horror there is something compelling there like that draws you back it draws me back and it's not like i've watched devil's rejects a ton of times but every time i go back it's like it's a very different experience and we were kind of talking about this in the devil's rejects episode where uh looking back at it uh rob felt like we were supposed to like the characters that was never the impression that i got but it's you you do kind of remember them as um uh, like with rob zombie movies i always look back at them like they tried harder to make me like them and then when i'm actually watching them it's a different experience because they they really I, I don't think try that hard to evoke sympathy, but there's something there. There's something to watching uh, very shocking media multiple times and kind of seeing 
what you get out of it. And that what came down what it came down to for me with Night of the Creeps was it didn't have that rewatch value. I, I and I don't think that the writing is horrendous. I, I think it just really banks on surprise. Uh, and once that surprise is gone, it, I didn't get much out of the movie anymore. Except for I, I did like watching the aliens still. If it had been all aliens. Yeah, well, cat's <laughs> eh, wrong. What kind of bullshit you got, Mikey? <laughs> Mine's simple and sweet, man. And you know, it makes sense, a lot more sense now, knowing that William is is done all this creepy pasta work and all this and he's a writer it makes sense that he would watch any movie probably i'd imagine and like he he's immediately attracted or turned off by the story with his background so i like movies surprise surprise where you can just turn your brain off and have fun Ain't nobody surprised by that. And nobody's surprised by it at all. I'm not sure your brain has an on switch. <laughs> I haven't quite, I haven't found it in a while. I think it's fuse is short or something. But, you know, it, it's just fun to watch. You know, like I can turn it on and I, I'm the type of person where you can overgore me. But I think Rob Zombie just kind of walks that line. And I'm not really a big fan of like the. Um, you know, like some of the stuff he did, like the hotel scene's a good example, the Devil's Rejects, where it's like, you know, uh, it, it's awkward and it's, it's, but, but you know what? At the same time, I respect that he can make us feel that way. You know, like that, that's not an easy feeling to evoke out of people. I, I think that's the thing with Rob Zombie movies is that he's very good at making you, not everyone wants to think about those uncomfortable things. Right. But, watching a Rob Zombie movie, you have to. And it's an experience that you don't get in a lot of movies. Oh, no. And um, I, I'll admit, I'll be the first to admit, Rob Zombie, I mean, what's the, the opposite of range? Because, I mean, he, he <laughs> he's going to give you one thing damn near every time. You know, I get it. But damn it, he does that one thing really well. And, you know, maybe the story of, Devil's Rejects and Night of the Creeps. I mean, you know, I, I I didn't like the movie, but I could definitely see at least they had a theme going and, it, you know, it was written to make sense within that universe. I get that. But I, I, I if I'm going to sit down and just want to enjoy something, I have no problem seeing people get killed in cool ways and, you know, just say fucked up shit, tootie fucking fruity and all that stuff. And, you know, that's it. All right. Well, I'm still convinced you guys are both playing a joke on me, and you actually like <laughs> Night of the Creeps. No, because like the first time I saw everyone it. likes that movie. It's an American classic. But uh, all right. I mean, you've said your piece. I agree with William 100, um, percent and I think he's probably our uh, smartest listener, and definitely my favorite of all the listeners. Oh. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> Wait a minute, though. Hold on. Are you really going to agree that? what scene was he talking about was was up there with with johnny depp and fred come on rob all right maybe he he uh he may have exaggerated a little bit in that in that uh instance but that's it everything else he said was dead right all right yeah that william you lost me on that and i see it man i could definitely see it right no rob zombies movies are not for everyone i i totally get that but yeah I, that, that one man Whew. And he was just telling me today on Twitter. I love when when we go back and forth with William because he's he's a true horror <laughs> fan. Like we have really cool discussions. 
He's a, he loves Freddy. What the hell, Will? Uh, yeah, I was not going to engage on this, but now I feel like I have to. I was not a fan of those rankings. Um, what oh, rankings? There were rankings. I missed the rankings? Nightmare in Elm Street rankings. Oh God. Uh, yeah. I gotta see. I don't rankings. like that Dream Master was thrown in with Dream Child so carelessly. Um, that that hurt. That physically hurt me. Uh, <laughs> uh, for that matter, I don't really like that Six was tied in with Dream Child either. I I think Dream Child needs to be definitively at the bottom of any Nightmare on Elm Street ranking. Without a doubt, Dream Child is the worst. I think anyone who has this ranking, because uh, I could be wrong, but I think it was like one, three, uh, and then Wes Craven's New Nightmare, and then two. One, three, New Nightmare, the TV show. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. One, three, New Nightmare, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, and then the TV show. Then he had Freddy vs. Jason, four, five, six. I think this is the ranking of someone who really likes Nightmare on Elm Street as a franchise, but has not seen Dream Child recently. I think you need to go back. I think you need to watch Dream Child. And then I think you need to be mad at me for suggesting it and put it way at the bottom of the list. Like, that is one of the worst movies. Damn. It, it, it's it's an insult to the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. I really hate Dream Child. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Uh, that reminds me, when are we going to do our big ranking of all the movies in the big three franchise? I thought about that recently. Yeah. Kat's been avoiding it. <laughs> I have been avoiding it. I'm going to get in trouble for it. I don't it. see how this could possibly cause any trouble. This has got to be like an October thing, guys. Dream Child's going to be the bottom of my list, and then there's going to be a bunch of Friday the 13th, and people are going to get mad at yeah, me. Yeah, I'm going to get mad <laughs> at you. You need to rewatch all the Friday the 13th first. I know you got that goddamn box set. I have been. I'm I'm almost through them. All I know is we cannot let Greg get a hold of this tweet from William. We'll <laughs> never hear from him again. And Kat, you better put some respect on Crazy Ralph's name. <laughs> that again? <laughs> I what the Wow. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, William, that was an awesome voicemail. Yes, yeah. it was. It was, uh, it was uh, probably the best voicemail we've ever gotten outside of Rob Jer. All right. I I had one more side tangent uh, uh, since the rankings came up. Uh, did you see the the scream rankings, Mikey? No. Oh, I see. I didn't get back <laughs> to that tweet. Yeah, what the hell did you say about? Wait, did William publish all his rankings or something? Because I. Uh, he was talking to Mikey, and uh, th they got into. He was talking to Mikey. Mikey don't like him. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> we were trying to. F I asked him because then he said something good about some cat like, and I was like, "What the hell is this? Like, you don't like me." And me and him were going back and forth trying to figure out how we can like each other. And you didn't get back about creepypastas or Junji Ito. I didn't respond about the creepypasta. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. I'm, okay. That one I did. He, what did he say? I, I missed the Scream one. Scream is great. Scream 2 is also enjoyable. 3, and they should have stopped at 2. Scream 4. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's better than Scream 3, but I feel like we already passed the point of beating a dead horse. Scream 5. They have, Whoa, wait a minute. You listed... Uh, as many as much I'm sorry I'm getting you in trouble. But. Yeah. As as many see, that's one of the things I like about Scream, damn it. You know, it, it it didn't I always felt it didn't beat the dead horse. You know, we got a million nightmare Freddy. Scream four. Oh. Hmm? Agree to disagree, William. Cat just made me upset. Damn it. Scream four is not even a scream movie. 
Scream 4 is slash a radio approved. But it's not a Scream movie. That's all I'm saying. The same. I'm going to leave that there. Slash Uh radio approved. We're all going to get together to see Five Cream in the theater together, right? Absolutely. Stop calling it Five Cream. (laughs) You're sitting next to me. You put Rob in the middle. All right, guys. um, Can we get into the news now? Yes. It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. All right. Kat, do you want me to knock out the few things I have and I'll, I'll set you loose? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, first up is uh, Freddy. Freddy? Freddy? I don't know. Freddy? I guess F E D E Alvarez. Yeah, Freddy Alvarez. Uh, he's got the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing happening, and it's that was on my list too. Yeah. Oh, all right, there we go. It's uh, going straight to Netflix, Kat. Yes, I believe so. What? Theater release or no? Uh, they did not specify uh, in the article that I read about it, okay. but. I'm excited that it's going to be on Netflix. I, I hope there's a theatrical release because I would go to it. Um, going straight to Netflix but, is not a good sign. Well, I don't know. Netflix has... Netflix can produce stuff. Mm, I don't know. We can look at this two ways because I get what Rob's saying. And that was my initial thought. But you know what, man? Netflix has been doing its damn thing lately with putting shit out and this could just be one of the first really big deal. Like they have had the comedy specials up the wazoo. They've been getting movies. Maybe this is the new normal coming up. You know? I mean, I guess I don't know. I they did like the Fear Street thing was good. Say so, yeah. Yeah, that was good. And um, when they did put out that Scorsese movie, didn't they have uh, um, the De Niro thing? Um, yeah, Irishman? yeah, yeah. That's the Scorsese. Yeah. Movie, say yeah, yeah say. Yeah. Yeah, all right, we'll see. I don't know. I was saw it be in theater. It's weird getting used to, isn't it? No, I like theaters. I don't want to get no, used to it. I know. But imagine if Netflix, they're going to open up their own theater one day. Yeah. Imagine. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. This one, it's a, this is a direct sequel to the original, right? That's the deal yes. with this? Yeah. I think so. That's yeah. the deal with this. Oh, and I'm going to also say... Uh, I'm. I believe this is going to be just Netflix because um, what the hell? Uh, Hollywood Reporter is the one who got this scoop, and they said that if Netflix has now acquired global rights to the film, so they are not going to allow this. I'd imagine to go to a theater. Well, sometimes they put their movies in theaters. Do they? Oh, okay. Yeah, but usually it's for ones they think might win for- Oscars. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Something tells me this one ain't one of those. So Texas Chainsaw is not going to be in theaters, <laughs> is what you're saying. You know, it's like Roma played in theaters. All right. Well, um, uh, that I had, and also the Screen Factory, uh, they're putting out a 4K Ultra HD release for the Halloween movies, including including new scenes from Halloween 5. I know. I got to rebuy Halloween 5 now. <laughs> I don't even like Halloween 5, and I got to rebuy it. Oh, they're doing them individually? Yeah. I thought this was a pack. No, no. And the Halloween 5 has, though, the um, long-fought, lost Dr. Death beginning to the movie. Oh. And, uh, yeah, they um, 
they everybody thought that the film had been destroyed and you know it was it's one of those stories that's found in like some guy's attic or something it's apparently been restored and yeah i i want to check that out so i'm going to end up having to buy another blu-ray copy of halloween 5 which is one of my least favorite in the franchise <laughs> man that's messed up why wouldn't they just do a box set i don't know i mean they've done a halloween box set i know i've but, got it yeah you know, like why wouldn't they it, does your box set rob have all the movies yeah ah oh, see i have one and it's like it has his little face on it like a indent for his face but it only has a few of the movies not all of them no mine's got uh, mine's got all of them look at you face except face. for the obviously the 2018 one <laughs> so you own resurrection i just want to point that out one more time yeah good <laughs> yeah it's part of the out. set so, i asked them if they'd take it out but they said no <laughs> <laughs> i can picture rob doing that shit too um yeah they should take halloween 3 out of this one for sure no come on halloween 3 is awesome yeah, well, uh, Kat, what else do you have to do? Uh, well, what I thought you were going to talk about, because I had not seen that, uh, I thought you were going to bring up, uh, but it's by Arrow Video, is actually releasing a 4K Ultra remastering of The Hills Have Eyes, the original. Ooh. So, hmm. uh, it's going to be released on November 9th. Hmm. I'm looking forward to it. It's got both the original and the alternate endings. Ooh. So it's going to be fun. Is Arrow, are there um, discs all region? I don't know if all of them are. Okay. Because I know there's some of those companies that are like, that, that are and some that aren't. And so I'm always afraid to buy from them and end up with like, you know, some region two movie that I can't watch. Yeah. I don't know offhand if they are. I've never, um, I've never bought anything from Arrow. I'm looking at this though, because I'm, I am intrigued. No. Yeah, that's a cool movie. I mean, I, I don't know what the alternate ending is or anything, but yeah, I've never seen the alternate ending like with the movie. I've just seen the clip, mm -hmm. so that that's a huge sell for me. On the I have a feeling that's what the Halloween. I think it's just going to be the uh, the Doctor Death intro tagged on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's going to be edited into the movie, which yeah. kind of sucks. I I like the Hills Have Eyes. It's not you know, I, I feel like it's. I might piss cat off. Slightly overrated, <laughs> but I mean, I'm not at all saying it's bad. I'm a fan. See, I would argue, um, and and not just because I recently wrote a script arguing this case. I, I think it might actually be a little bit underrated. It just for, I don't think it was Wes Craven's best movie by any means. Screen four was <laughs> like yeah. it was still really early. Um, I'm just going to breeze past that one. Uh, but I do think it had like a huge impact later on. There's like a whole subgenre of like radiated redneck movies now, which for better or worse nah. started yeah. with The Hills Have Eyes. I would uh, I would argue that um, while I don't mind The Hills Have Eyes, I think the remake is better. I also feel that yeah. way. Oh, and I, I, th I thought Cat was going to come fighting. <laughs> no, I feel like really horrible awful that i think the remake was better but i i kind of see it, it's one of those things where it was like for its time i think when the hills have eyes was released it made it was very good at making people feel uncomfortable but i don't think it aged very well yeah uh because there are like a lot of jokes in there that just like they, they make you feel uncomfortable today for an entirely different <laughs> reason uh-huh 
and it's just like, oh boy. But uh, the remake knew that it was a gory, like, over-the-top shock fest, and they went for it, mm-hmm. like, a hundred percent. And I respect that. <laughs> it's unfair, because... And that's always been my knock on Hills Have Eyes. It's a, it's a very important movie. You know, I'm not trying to take that from it, but it, it just... It was... It was... It was trying to do something that it just could not do in its time, you know. And that remake had every resource possible to do what it wanted to do, and, including uh, Ted Levine. Yeah, Ted Levine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But was that uh, somebody? Somebody in that movie called the Big Daddy or something like that? No, it was Ted Levine, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I forget <laughs> yeah. who called him that. Can, yeah. If Ted Levine's in a movie and somebody's called Big Daddy, it's going to be Ted Levine. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, it was him. Okay, yeah. he is Big Daddy now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. Isn't it? Yeah. All right. What else you got, Kat? Uh, so in more movie news, uh, <laughs> they have an update um, on the new Salem's Lot, Ooh. Uh, which is being produced by James Wan. <gasps> so I'm <laughs> looking forward to that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, they... All our reactions were slightly different to that news. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we got an update. Uh, there, it's going to be starring Lewis Pullman from Strangers Pray at Night, which uh, I did not like. Strangers, the Strangers Pray at Night, um, one of the fastest quality declines from the first movie to a sequel, I think maybe ever. But that being said, uh, I I don't think the acting was to blame there. I, I think a lot of that was uh, special effects slash directing issues, and also a uh, terrible so- script. Oh, yeah, Terrible the script. script. <laughs> uh, no, no part of that was great, but I, I don't blame Lewis Pullman. And I'm just looking. I'm, I'm really, I'm excited about Salem's Lot. It's one of my favorite vampire novels. Um, I, I like when vampires are evil. That's just good. That's how vampires should be. And uh, I like that we're having movies that are going back to that. So, yeah, yeah I, um. Yeah, I, I don't care for the uh, original Salem's Lot very much. I don't think it aged very well. And I don't care for James Wan. Um, but uh, I do like Evil Vampire, so maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. And I am looking forward, because I remember uh, Salem's Lot, the original. It, it was like a mini. It was a mini it series. It was Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing it on TV. It really spooked me when I was a kid. But yeah, I don't think it has aged nearly as well. No. I, I think the aesthetic of it is not uh, something that's likely to scare people today. It's one of, I always recommend the book, but I very seldom recommend the miniseries to people. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be good. Is this a movie or a miniseries? It is a movie. Okay. You keep seeing the trailer for that new James Wan that looks awful that looks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid uh i really hate everything about malignant yeah yeah malignant yeah i knew i had a dumb name I could. oh my god uh i like james wan and i'm not gonna see that one i think <laughs> mm. so i can continue liking james wan speaking of stephen king kind of uh his son also has a short story that's being adapted into a movie they announced Ethan Hawke is going to be in The Black Phone, which, again, uh, big Joe Hill fan, really looking forward to The Black Phone. All right. I like Ethan Hawke. Well, get excited about The Black Phone. Yeah, Ethan Hawke, <laughs> he was good in Reality Bites. 
I will yeah. take your word for it. <laughs> you haven't seen Reality Bites? It's a good movie. No. And um, uh, what were those? Uh, the before movies? You know, before midnight, before sunrise or whatever? Oh, yeah. I like those movies. He's good in those. Um, I'd forgotten that was Ethan Hawke. Yeah, yeah. He's good in The Purge. He was good in Training Day. Oh, yeah, Training Day, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, he was amazing. Not horror related at all, but <laughs> God, Training Day was. Cool. Neither any of the ones I listed, other than the Purge. So he's going to be the antagonist. Okay, uh, but what what's the story roughly? Uh, because I didn't so, read this book or short story or whatever it is. It, it was a short story. It was about a clown or a magician, I think, uh, who abducts a child and keeps him in the basement. Oh, uh, all right. And Ethan Hawke's going to be the clown? And Ethan Hawke is going to be the the clown. That's interesting. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. This is a movie? It's a movie. It's coming. Ah. To th- we also got a release date for it. It's coming out January 28th. So. Mm. I'm not crazy about short stories turned into movies. Why? <laughs> it seems like there's just an awful lot you got to fill out. You know what I mean? I don't know. I Some hmm. of my favorite movies have been based off of short stories. The only well, one I, f- I can think of right now is like The Mist. But, oh, I thought you were going to say Shawshank. Oh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. I, it, I will say, uh, both about The Mist and Shawshank Redemption, it's almost cheating to count a Stephen King short story as a short story, because both of those were, like, well over 100 pages. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are basically novellas. But... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not a big short story reader, either. I don't get the point. I'm always like, why, why do you write a short story? Why don't you just write a book? Because sometimes you don't need that many words to do that. That I also thing. wouldn't read because I'm not gonna read, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna read all that. <laughs> There's oh, too wow. many words. Look at all these pages. What are you crazy? Got a lot of below deck to watch. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I got an episode sitting there waiting on me now, and I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then my last piece of news. Uh, I know for a fact I'm gonna be the only one that cares about this one. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I. Because at least I could get you on board with Ethan Hawke in the last one. American McGee has posted uh, a final narrative outline for the third Alice game, which I just oh. am so excited about. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I'm guessing you're talking Alice in Wonderland, Kat? Uh, yes, American okay. McGee's Alice was a horror uh, take uh, based off of Alice in Wonderland. It came out uh, forever ago. Uh, it came out when I was just like a little kid. Probably shouldn't have played it when it came out. I did. Um, and I it was like a full 10 years in between the first game and the second game, which was Madness Returns. Uh, that one got a lot more popular because you could play it for the PlayStation. And, uh, and yeah, but we finally have heard there's there's real progress on the third game, and I'm very excited about it. Your, your your parents just let you go buck wild, didn't they, Kat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't pay any attention to what the hell you were doing. I was like, here's a here's a little Alice in Wonderland game. <laughs> I'm going to play it. You played that off nice, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> now, Kat, is this a this is a, a, a continuation, like a new game or a remaster? This is a new game. Oh. Uh, this is like a fully brand new game. Uh, the first game got a little bit of a remaster for the uh, when Madness Returns came out but it was clunky. Uh, it, it was really hard to play on console because you could tell it was it was made for a keyboard. Like there were too many buttons right. incorporated into the original game and it was it was very awkward playing on console. But um, no, this is a full, full new game. 
and I'm I haven't read any of the narrative outline I haven't read any of the posts or anything because I want to be surprised when I play the game but it's out there it exists uh, they're working on making it and I'm, I'm very excited is it going to be an online mode I hope not Damn. I doubt it because uh, there were not there was not any kind of like uh, cross play it's it's not a multiplayer series I think it'd be weird to toss it in now sad face <laughs> That's cool, though. That's cool. And, you know, it, it's always been one of those things where, like, my sister was in Alice in Wonderland for a little bit, and it was, like, the darker shit. And, like, it's it's so perfect for that hard spin to it. It really is. It is, and it got, I like, it got really scary, you know? Yeah. The games. Yeah. That That is awesome. That is awesome. I, I like games like that, you know? And I hope they kind of stay true to what it was, too. I hope so. I, I trust. I had a lot of uh, reservation with Madness Returns because they, they really updated it and I, I was getting really nervous, but they stuck through with the first sequel and I, I hope that they round out the trilogy strong, you know? What if it's like Fortnite? <laughs> I'd be so mad. <laughs> uh, that'd be like my entire childhood ruined. That's how I felt with Duke Nukem. Jesus Christ. We should all play Fortnite. Game. No, no. <laughs> Bobby talked me into playing Fortnite one night. Never again. Mm -hmm. I play. I used, my kid used to be way into it, and I played with him every once in a while. I sucked at. It. I was terrible at that game. <laughs> me and Bobby got on drunk as shit one night at like three o'clock in the morning, and some British child, I guess, was in our like. I guess you get paired with people, mm -hmm. and he's like half trying to help us and half yelling at us. <laughs> <laughs> and Bobby was like, "Oh, look! Come here! Come here! Make the plane!" I'm like, what? And he found a plane. And the kid goes, don't drop, don't fly the plane. <laughs> we were like, fuck you, man. Like, we're taking this yeah. plane. Got yeah. up, crashed immediately. He's oh, like, yeah. that, that's why I told you don't fly the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard was right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I never really got it. I did like Fall Guys. That was fun. Human Fall Flat. You ever play that? Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh. I was not good at that game. <laughs> Human Fall Flight? You played a cat? Yeah. Dude, one night, I never laughed so hard as much as I laughed this night. Rob, I wish that was cross-plat. I would play with you. A friend, Two of my friends were playing. They talked me into playing Human fucking Fall Flight. So I get on there, miserable as shit because I'm on it. And Rob won't get it, but Kat, you'll know what I mean. My friend just kept humping the shit out of our oh, other friend. And it was like he was trying to actually play the game so all he has is me standing there laughing and our other friend just jumping off him every chance he gets and thrusting with all he's got <laughs> hilarious game anyway that's all you have for the news cat that is all my news all right. i didn't bring any news i didn't know it was bring your own news to the podcast <laughs> day so reloader yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like those sons of bitches that won't sign up for our patreon everybody wants a free ride yeah they do that's why they go to the bus station. That's right. Hey, free. You got to pay to get on the bus. No, but you got to cleaned up nice. Yeah, you can't get cleaned up nice down there. Yeah. <laughs> you sit at the bus station and wait for someone walking with a manscape bag. <laughs> I'm in with the travel show. This would be the worst reality show of all time. <laughs> Seriously, right? I'd watch it. Yeah, put what's the name? Below deck. Put Danny DeVito in it. It'll be great. The below deck is good. <laughs> All right, guys, um, we are done with the news. We're going to take a real quick break and we will be back with a topic this week because someone can't manage the schedule and uh, we'll be right back.
Okay. So, like I said before, scheduling, va fangu. It was just done. We had to change quick, very, very quickly. We had to. I don't even know what the hell you just said. It means fucked completely. (laughs) It's Italian. Ah, forget about it. Forget about (laughs) it. It's gone. It's out of here. The fuck out of here. Um, So, we had to very quickly come up with a topic. And this is inspired by camp counselor greg and do you guys want to talk about his hot take real quick start off i don't want to acknowledge it but i guess it it informs the episode um. it sure does yeah so um greg had an interesting take that uh, <laughs> I was, i'm trying to find it i'm trying to find exactly what he wrote but i don't remember where i saw it i might have deleted it. i think i left the group after he said that i don't know yeah hold on <laughs> It's in here somewhere. Uh, it had to do with Feast and Feast 2 being better than Halloween. I know that. Yeah. He he was in, in shock that after last week when we were punished by Chris, everybody remembers how oh, I've no one's seen Feast 2. Take our word for it, please. Go back and listen to last week's show or don't. You know, wouldn't be a terrible idea. And uh, Greg thought Halloween was better than Feast 2. Yeah, he owns the uh, he owns the three disc feast set, which I didn't know existed. I hate that. <laughs> what? Yeah. so much. He says that feast is a, is easily a nine, which is <laughs> crazy. That's a hot take in itself. Yeah, and then he gives uh, feast two a six and a half, maybe a seven. Um, what did that average out to? Like a our ratings for feast two so greg says this is a six and a half maybe a seven and our ratings were a 0.5 a 0.5 and a 0.3 i came out like a 0.4 average yeah just missing slash radio approval you know yeah um uh feast is uh better than john carpenter's halloween he says the original halloween to clarify yeah the original from 1978 um one of the best movies ever made uh, but Greg apparently thinks that Feast is better. So Greg's insanity aside, <laughs> what we decided to do was an episode of uh, sort of our hot takes. Uh, I feel like I'm at a bit of a disadvantage here because I feel like all my hot takes are pretty well known. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> but we'll see what we can come up with. <laughs> well, I have an infamous hot take. And yeah. we can kind of circle back to that. Because I... I I still stand by it as such a, a prominent leprechaun. Oh, fuck Leatherface up. Stop it. How will he not? Go ahead. Everybody is tired. I've, I've explained to you <laughs> over and over again what's going to happen. What? The leprechaun is distracted by dirty shoes. And you know Leatherface <laughs> has never once cleaned his goddamn shoes. So he's going to, the leprechaun is going to try and get leprechaun, uh, Leatherface and he's going to see the dirt on the shoes. He's going to stop. He's going to bend down and polish them and Leprechaun's gonna or uh, Leatherface gonna cut him right in half with that chainsaw. But leather, uh, le- the Leprechaun is more intelligent. He might he might be a little distracted, but I mean, if he has a target, he's not going to waver. Dude, that's how they distracted him in the first movie. They just threw dirty shoes out there. Remember, and, and he he stopped coming after him so he could collect the shoes and shine them. But his life wasn't on the line. What the hell were they uh, gonna do? Nah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think he's crazy. Cat, what do you think? I how how fast is Leprechaun? He could teleport. That's that's the part that trips me up because I uh, my instincts tell me that Leatherface wins, but he's not fast. 
No. Like, it, it would be pretty easy to outrun him. Especially when you could teleport. Even if you have his shoes. Yeah. Of course, if you're shining the shoes later, you know, he could just, like, wander up behind. I, I don't know. I, I feel like Leatherface has... I think Leatherface wins. I'm sorry. I oh, Magic, guys. No, magic well, is bullshit. Now, maybe. let me... I don't know. Didn't you ask this to somebody and they hung up on you? <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't hang up on me. I have asked several people. And um, I think my success rate is about 1% on that. <laughs> but it was Doug Bradley who yelled at me for it. He, as well, he should have. <laughs> yeah, he was very upset. Yeah, right. I, I stand by that hot. That's always been a hot take for me. That is an old fashioned, old timey hot take around here, at Slasher Radio. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what are my hot? See, all I don't know. All my opinions, I feel like, are real rational and well thought out. So I don't know that there's anything like a hot take. Uh, then what if I just make you mad? Uh oh, Kat is one of the chamber for this. <laughs> yeah, apparently she's been saving this one up. Oh, yeah. just you this know. Moment. Know what it is. No, um, I don't. Um you, you should know what it is. I've I've threatened you with this hot take before. Hereditary uh, is overrated. No, oh, <laughs> here we go. Okay, well we're we're getting into it now. This is just wrong. All right. Hereditary, <laughs> Hereditary is genius. They called it the new exorcist, and it, I it's whew. Whew. <laughs> it's not as good as the exorcist, but it is it's a damn good movie. Good. It's, it is a good movie. The it's, first 90 minutes are spectacular. That would have been a great movie. And everything past that. Yeah, it's creepy as shit throughout. But it's not a 90 minute movie. It just keeps going after that. And I th- I say this all the time about slow burn horror. Um, I, I've said it a lot more since Hereditary came out. But I don't think that slow burn horror means that just putting the exposition at the end of the movie. Like they had so much, the pace got so erratic at the end. And it's like they they did the slow part so well. They did the creepiness really well. The atmosphere was built perfectly. The dialogue was excellent. Great performances across the board. Like they were set up for success. And then, like, the last 20 minutes of that film, they just it, they lose it. And it wasn't like one of those like build up into madness endings. It just declined in quality. But they drop they hints throwing stuff. They drop hints throughout the movie. They they drop hints, but it wasn't like an open to interpretation masterpiece at the end. It was just like too much exposition at the end about the cult of payment and they give him a fucking I, the burger king crown like what happened to the quality <laughs> of the effects at the end of that movie well that's i mean it's not easy to find a crown these days you gotta go to burger king <laughs> cat too good to eat a burger king <laughs> i'm just saying if i had a cult if i ran my own payment cult i would try to get him a better crown yeah all right well the crown aside though i mean the movie i love and it like, i don't even when Tony Collette is like, I had a tough time not laughing toward the end of Hereditary because it just went downhill so fast. There's like that scene that everyone talks about being uh, scary where she's like banging her head on the ceiling. But mm-hmm. the special effects there were so bad. And then there's the part, uh, the guy's like flying out of the window and it's literally like a Windows Maker movie where just, he goes vertically up and then just horizontal across the screen. And it like the special effects tanked so hard at the end and it hurt because they had built up something really wonderful. And then right at the end, they went off the deep end and it just uh, maybe I'll have to rewatch the end of it. Maybe I was just too distracted by all the naked old people. 
I, and also, <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of naked old people, which I did not want. Yeah, yeah. What if the you, fuck it, yeah. Do, do that for? If one of your if one of your kinks is naked old man dong, <laughs> then this is a movie you want to check out. I bet Greg does. Uh, <laughs> or if your favorite restaurant is Burger King. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I love I love Hereditary. I think it earns its ending. I I don't think that it does. I if and again. It sets up for it has some of my favorite scenes from horror movies in it. The beginning is excellent, um, but they just they did not stick that landing, and no mm. one ever talks about it. They always talk about, it. and then when you say that you don't like Hereditary, people are always like, "Oh, Tony Collette's amazing," or mm-hmm. or that scene with the car, and it's like, yeah, I get that it did like it did do things very well, but it doesn't. If you screw up the end to a movie, that's so much worse than like anything else you can do to that movie and i don't know cat seems like you're throwing out 90 minutes of brilliance for 20 minutes of uh falling short of your expectation there's nothing wrong with that either by the way i seriously i i agree you have to stick the landing it can be done no no i uh i disagree one i don't think the, i don't think that the ending is bad I, you know i think <laughs> it, it builds to that i think it uh it's dropping hints throughout the movie that you got to be smart enough to pick up on I don't mind because they were dropping hints, but wouldn't it have been better if they had like let you interpret that yourself instead of it? The end got it. It was both fast paced and boring because they were like they over explained it at the end while all this other bad special effects shit is happening. It's like the worst of both worlds. I don't know. I don't know know what to tell you. I don't. I don't. Anyway, I think that's my hottest take. Um, I I don't understand you. What about Midsommar? Did you like that? I liked it better. Um, That one I felt like was, I felt like they built to the chaos better. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe it was just because I was expecting it after the end of Hereditary, but I really did feel like they were leading you into something chaotic. And then when the end got chaotic, it's like, okay, that's fair. (laughs) That's a movie we should make Mikey watch. He will not be happy with us if we do. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I that was another one of those movies, man. Everyone's like, oh, hereditary. And I'm like, man, I don't even want to see it. And I never got around to it. And I heard so much bad. I'm like, eh. No, you can trust point. me, and I'm telling you it's good. Oh, I yeah. have not heard a bad like other, so I went to see it with a friend um who was a little bit reluctant to see it because he's not super into he he also all of my friends scare easy. Uh, so we were at hereditary he laughed out loud at the theater toward the end and that was like it was the only validating thing where it's like i'm not going crazy this is like it's objectively ridiculous um because of alan's laughing like there's no way that this is scary and then uh, and it's the same way with um he's the only person though that felt that way i only heard good things about hereditary for the longest time and I think I've talked about this before, too. I was running a horror blog at the time, and I lost followers. I lost, like, hundreds of followers over my hereditary takes. And As then you I, should. I had to double down because yeah. it wasn't good. Uh, I like how you just put Alan on blast. By yeah. the way, a big old sissy Alan can take it. Anybody can. I was going to say, Alan the That's ball fair. man doesn't quite have a ring to it. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to come up with something else for Alan. The fuck uh, arms well, of Alan. Damn. Nothing. Nothing. That's a tough one. To yeah. be fair, he's he's gotten better. Um it, he actually has suggested the last he we went to see Halloween twenty eighteen together since then and he liked that. Yeah. That's um, a good movie. He's getting better about 
getting scared, but <laughs> Hereditary was like one of the first horror movies I, he ever let me take him to see in theater. And like, I'm surprised we still go to movies because he just, he hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't like it. <laughs> no, I, I, I guess I thought higher of you than that cat. Also, Midsummer, Mikey, has a runtime of like two hours and 18 minutes. Oh, fuck. It's... Yeah, no. No, no. We're, we're, doing the, we're doing the three and a half hour director's cut. What? No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You'll love it. It's set in Sweden. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it on tonight. I'll make sure I find the one without the subtitles. It'll be great. <laughs> no, let's do that again. Uh, I mean, Rob, do you have one yet? I can't think of anything because I, I don't I don't know that I... uh. I mean, Rob Zombie sucks. Everybody knows that. That's not a hot take. It's not a hot take. That's yeah. unfortunate. You, know, I, I got another one that kind of leads from Cat to support Cat's whole theory with the ending thing. Oh. I think that the Blair Witch remake was almost as good as the original Blair Witch until the end. I don't remember the end of the remake. I didn't hate the remake, though. I remember that. I loved it, man. I sat down years later. I refused to watch that movie. I loved the original Blair Witch. And I sat down once and finally said, fuck it, and watched it. And, dude, I loved the fucking thing. And the ending, if you would have sat me down and been like, right before the end and said, okay, Portnoy this thing, I'd have been in the eights. And then the ending happens, and I'm like, okay, this is a five if it's lucky. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I don't. Well, the ending was. I don't remember the ending of that movie. So dumb that standing in a corner shit. It's like that. That's why I don't know how people, Greg, give <laughs> the uh, poor Greg this episode right. Uh, give the Blair Witch ending so much shit from the original. Look, we seen something in the end of the remake, and it sucked. It was so dumb. They avoided that. No wrong yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of the charm of that movie is that you don't ever really see anything. Yeah. I'm um, mad about it. Let's see. Hot takes, hot takes, hot takes. I have one. And then, oh, I hate The Shining. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, I'll back that you up on that. That movie sucks <gasps> yeah. a lot. What? Sorry. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't hate The Shining. I do think The Shining is incredibly overrated, though. It's extremely overrated. It's boring. It's It's not scary. There's shit that doesn't make any fucking sense in there. Uh, it's awful. I can't stand that movie. And I think it's a bigger problem than The Shining, though, with me. I think it's that I don't like Stanley Kubrick movies. Because I've watched a number of his movies, and I haven't liked any of them. I I kind of... If you don't compare it to the book, I liked Clockwork Orange fine. Um, um, I didn't like it. He, he did miss the point of the book, which is a little bit frustrating. But... Uh, yeah. And I think that's the same. Stephen King also doesn't like Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Yeah, no. He feels like Stanley Kubrick missed the point of the book. Yeah. Also, which I I just think Jack is not as interesting of a character as they, they make him out to be. No, he's not. He's already crazy when he shows up for the like the job interview. He's sitting in the lobby reading a Playboy magazine. Who the fuck does that? And that's the thing is like he wasn't. It, it's supposed to be the Overlook finding like this deep hidden darkness in him but it's not hidden at any yeah. point like yeah and then he's got that wife who is like the most useless woman on the planet yeah she's just spineless and doesn't do anything and then there's that weird scene with like uh furries having sex or something like, what <laughs> and also what the the finger 
uh the the whole yeah. the, with the voice danny's yeah the red <laughs> rum yeah I, I just it was bad <laughs> yeah i am not a fan of that movie i never have been i don't find it scary i just i find it i don't know just i find it boring and slightly confusing there are things that i did like about the shining like i don't hate it i would watch it again if i had to um but it's no it's it's very overrated i'm i'm with you on that one i want you both to know you're, <laughs> you're agreeing with greg oh again i'm gonna just leave that there man <laughs> leave that there there you yeah. go well you know i you know I, i'm surprised cat doesn't like it and i'm willing to bet that your buddy william likes it a lot I, I don't know it's it's just one of those movies where it's like you know it's written so well it's not the scariest I think it is. Is it not? Mm, I don't think so. It's a, there's a story that it's mostly story, which I, is why I can see. I, I can't see hating it, but I can see why people think it's overrated for sure. But yeah, just, I never have liked it. I just think you know, and and again, part of it is the Kubrick thing. I, he's so all of his movies feel like so empty to me. Like there's no, they're just like cold. You know what I mean? There's no humanity in any of his movies and i don't know i just don't like them. it was always i like the book was better and i always thought it was one of the more overrated stephen king books also wow. uh, people don't give misery enough credit like that is a downright chilling book mm -hmm. uh, and everyone's always like the shining <laughs> there's an yeah. explosion and it's like no come on <laughs> <laughs> alan the stallion alan the stallion no, yeah, that's, not bad. Yeah. that's not bad that's not bad. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're All working right. with something, Alan. Don't worry about yeah. it. We'll get you something, buddy. <laughs> uh, just on a related hot take, Doctor Sleep was better than The Shining. That applies to both the movies and the book. I didn't even bother with Doctor Sleep. Um, I didn't plan on it because I didn't like The Shining. I got roped in because it was a Mike Flanagan movie, and then when I saw the movie, I wanted to read the book. I didn't like Doctor Sleep, but it was better than The Shining. It was. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, let's see. Hot takes. Um, the Shape of Water is a horror movie. I still disagree, but Joe Bob backs you up. Joe so. Bob set the record straight on that. Yeah. Joe Bob's <laughs> old and delusional. <laughs> I, I just, Rob, that one I do not see, man. And I've watched it a good four or five times. I don't get it. You not see the monster in it? I see the monster, but that doesn't make it a horror movie. I don't know. I don't know. He eats a cat. Yeah, that's fucked up. He scratches that dude. Oh, yeah, hell. He gave him hair back and healed his wound. Yeah. You, you just yeah. like love stories. That's, that's all right. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah, I like love stories. <laughs> like Shape of Water? I think we all have a hot take that Jaws 3D is good. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. That was a good movie. It's fun. Yeah, it is a fun one. The shame of it is, like, I, you know, Santa Jaws and through bad CGI sharks, like, they're trying to be a bad shark movie. Like, Jaws, the, the saddest <laughs> part is Jaws 3D was trying to be good with all they had. Yeah. I, I all shark movies are good. Oh. Nah, I think we've established that. Yeah. Sharks of the corn. Like, what could that possibly <laughs> fucking be about? I don't know. We'll find out. No, the fuck we won't. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, is it a shark? Like, have you guys seen it yet? 
No, I haven't, I haven't watched, I haven't watched it. it yet. Doug, is it a shark swimming through a cornfield? I hope so. That's what it looks like. I mean, that's the, the poster that. shows a cornfield with shark fins in it. <laughs> I'd be so disappointed if it was anything other than sharks swimming through a cornfield. But why do you want to watch that? Because it's awesome. Why would you awesome. not want to watch that? This yeah, is like, so fucking dumb. I've never seen that before, Mikey. I want to see it. <laughs> I can live without seeing certain things, though. Like, I don't have to see things. I did watch Aquarium of the Dead. Is um, it good? It's it's not bad. It um, it's not just about a zombie shark though. It's about uh, all of the aquatic creatures in the aquarium get zombified. That is a little bit disappointing. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's kind of cool. There's like a zombie dolphin and a zombie uh, octopus and stuff. So it's 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 fun. Let me ask Kat's question again. Is it good? It's fun. Okay. So it's not good. That's all you need to know is that it's fun. <laughs> it's a movie that was made by the Asylum for Sci-Fi. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> so, so it's not good. Okay. So fun. There you go. <laughs> was it like Santa Jaws level of effects? Oh, no, they weren't that good. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, they were. It's, yeah, it's not as good as Santa Jaws. Mikey's so <laughs> he's just had his mind blown. How bad could this thing be? Because <laughs> he said it with such confidence. Like, what the fuck? Like, he, yeah. like what he said wasn't ridiculous, and he doesn't know it. It uh, no, it's like it's on par with like the Sharknado movies. Great movies. So, if you've seen any of those, so it's a piece of shit yet again. <laughs> Did you watch the Sharknado movies? Uh, a couple of them, unfortunately. Yeah, those are good movies. Yeah, those are fun movies. The Sharknado thing. No, he he chainsaws himself out of a shark. That's pretty awesome. And it came with its own theme song. (laughs) Yeah. And again, I'd never seen that before. And now I have. Rob, you've also never seen me take a shit in your living room. Is that something you really (laughs) want to see? So I'm just saying, like, um, yeah, shark movies, they're all fun. That's a hot take in itself. I don't fucking get it. I don't. I don't think it's that hot of a take because people keep making ridiculous shark movies. That's the thing about they them. They know. As, as a, just when you think you've seen every possible shark iteration on film, somebody comes up with something you think, shit, I've never seen that before. <laughs> you know, like it's crazy. I don't, I, I don't get it. Shark movies are the gift that keep on giving. I don't even know what to say at this point. If I, like these shark movie things, and apparently I owe I, I owe Cat three of them, maybe two. I got to negotiate. <laughs> sharks of the corn would have to count as two, Cat. Mm, why? It, it's sharks swimming in a cornfield. It looks amazing. Yeah, I think it counts as half. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be no. three. <laughs> no. God damn. I don't know. I, I mean, we have random hot takes, but they're so well documented. Like my Scream Four, better than Scream Two thing. You know, like we it's talked absurd. about that to, at yeah. nausea. Yeah, Halloween Three is amazing. That's that's a hot take. I don't. But it, <laughs> see, but when we put that episode out, Rob, when uh, me and you talked about it at that time, I, there were so many people. Like, there's been. It's a heartbreaker when I put something out. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to people agree with me on this one. <laughs> and that's like everyone loves Halloween 3 I'm like what the fuck Kelly by the way likes all the feast movies 
What? What? Uh, Kelly does? Kelly does. No. no. Yeah. I thought she had better taste than that. Kelly. Come on. Shame on Kelly. And I think I may have talked about this take also. I don't like the audition. I kind of get why people liked it. I, I don't understand. I, I, I don't. But anything beyond that, I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen the third one. Maybe it's great. I don't know. Hopefully we don't uh hopefully we don't find out anytime soon. Do you know that Chris had the nerve to try and talk us into doing feast three? <laughs> Do you believe that? Uh, oh fuck, by the way, um uh I should get audio for that. Never mind. I'll bring that up next week. Uh oh. All right. Um let's just say that whole first feast conversation that I got into last week didn't quite go the way I remembered it. Oh, oh really? Yeah, I, I, we might have to bring up a horror court at some point in the future. I got to turn right. myself in. We got exhibit A and B and stuff? We got one exhibit, and it right. did not go the way I thought it did. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm scared. I'm, I'm ashamed. If I have to watch Feast 3, Mikey, I'm going to be so No, pissed. no, 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 no. <laughs> Feast 3 was never mentioned in okay. any agreement. So. You're going to be watching 10 shark movies. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of any other hot takes we haven't gone over a million times. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, we go yeah. over so many of them. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think this was a fun topic, especially since we needed to audible very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> we had to cobble <laughs> something together. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I didn't have to watch a shitty movie that one of you guys picked. So that was good. When? Have I ever? <laughs> well, usually Rob, sometimes Cat. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> I pick good stuff all the time. You may just watch Night of the Creeps. I picked A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. That's what you liked, even though you didn't understand. I know no <laughs> word of what was said in that entire mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. I picked Zodiac, which was awesome. Yeah. I picked well, The Fog, which stars Tom Atkins. <laughs> we all feel guilty about the Zodiac movie uh, ranking, by the way. Me and Cat, we both feel guilty. Why? Yeah. Because it was too high. No. It was a little high. You guys were both too low. That movie is a masterpiece. I'm telling know. you, the rewatch value mm-hmm. brings it down a little I, bit. For a normal person, I know you've seen it a lot. I was going to tell you, it's, it's one of my <laughs> comfort movies. Like when I'm having a rough day or whatever, I turn that on. It makes me feel better. Much like Night of the Creeps. Not Night re-watch. of the Creeps does the same thing, yeah. All right, guys. I mean, I, I can't think of anything else. All right. Yeah. Me neither. I think my hot takes were proven to be factual, so I appreciate no. you guys for that. I feel like I won the hot take. No. Rob did have a couple of good hot takes. See? I'm going to bring up Hereditary again and get you guys to argue some more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about enough. this, cat? What about Hereditary, but with sharks? That would be excellent. Yeah. <laughs> My my favorite, the shark movie that I'm waiting for is where it's just someone doesn't know that he's a shark. Uh, people just interact with him like he's like a normal teenage boy, but he is just a shark. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. I'd watch that. What I, I, I think somebody should try and make like a shark cult movie. Ooh. I'm sure they have. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. I'm sure they have. Yeah. I really hope you forget to look for that. <laughs> Next I hope you week find on it Slasher in- Radio. <laughs> God damn it! Shark well, cult. yeah. Uh, next week on Slasher Radio, we had another interview that got moved. This one got moved. 
Um, it was a genuine move. Uh, D Wallace that we had mentioned, she is filming and uh, we just had to push that back, which might work out. That could be our Halloween episode, guys. Maybe. Huh? You know, so you know, timing's everything. And um, uh, yeah, but Vincent DeSanti's never going to be on the show. So <laughs> the end of that. <laughs> Putting up with that crap. Um, yeah, so go check us out on page, uh, SlashRadio.com. You can check us out on Twitter at SlashRadio. Uh, go check out the shop. You can yep. do that at SlashRadio.com or get your very own Rob's face shirt. Who the hell would want to do that? Before they're gone. Oh, yeah, someone <laughs> did. So I still can't believe that. Uh, you can also uh, you can go to SlashRadio.com and, uh, and find the shop there. You can also go to SlashRadio.MyShopify.com. Uh, they, you know, they, they, they're doing the sales and everything processing for us. So, yeah, it, a lot of cool shit on there, guys. Like, and also, at least go check it out. Patrons, 20% off sale for a whole month through yep. the end of September. Yep. Yeah. Because you are the smart people, unlike all the dum-dums. It really is smart, man. Like, if you mm-hmm. buy a, a subscription, A, you get more content. That, yeah. Boom, right there. Sexy, you get to spend sexy time with Rob. Don't scare him <laughs> away. You get more content for me. I mean, this tier starting at three dollars. Uh, the Lord Humphrey uh, Audio Entertainment Network. Yeah, that thing. That's on the on our second tier. That's all you got to go up. It, it's a six dollar tier for an entire month. We're giving it away, literally, because then you get twenty percent off on fucking badass horror merch. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're literally paying for the Patreon subscription. Well, maybe yep. several months. Yep. Get over there, sign up, patreon.com slash slash radio. Right. And freeloading bastard. And it's the beginning of the month. So that's the way they Patreon charges. So you get in early, you get the entire month and every single other thing that is uploaded on our Patreon, you get by signing up right now. It's not like you get going forward. It's every day. Go check that out. Uh, Also, uh, the Twitch. I have been doing some things on that. I got raided the other day, guys. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's a good thing. That oh, means like oh. someone with you know who was streaming and they had a pretty good uh they had like sixty some people in there sent them all to my channel when they nice. were done. Yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. So yeah. uh twitch.com forward slash slash your radio. You can check me, ghost and uh the let it hang soldier throwing down <laughs> on Friday on there. And uh I'm at Mikey's Dead. Leave me alone for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him how terrible all his takes are. Leave my takes alone. <laughs> Stand by Leprechaun and, and Leatherface, damn it. <sighs> Don't throw, you, you both know the truth. I want to admit it. It's embarrassing. I'm on Twitter, at Radio Rob123. I am uh, also the co-host of This Horror Life, which you can listen to wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. That is right. Oh, uh, you, you didn't have a crazy Ralph hot take, Kat. That's weird. I, that's because I like Crazy Ralph. It's I don't oh. think it's a, yeah. Her, her articles say different, but that's okay. I I don't I can like a character without ranking them high morally. He doesn't get preferential treatment because he's the most interesting character in the movie. He tries to warn them, Cat. He, <laughs> he tries to help these kids. He creeps out the kid. He breaks into a camp to harass the counselors. Right and. In the process of trying to save their lives. He doesn't tell his wife where he's going. Uh, Everyone's all worried about him. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. 
I do like the fact that he uh, it, at one point in the movie is just standing in a pantry. Yeah, when they open the door, <laughs> he comes open out. The door and he's there. Yeah, I'm like, what is? So he just he just broke into the camp, got in the pantry, and just stood there waiting on somebody. Open he the just door. hid there. <laughs> I I feel like I was right to question his motives from a moral standpoint. I disagree. That being said, he's a very entertaining character. I like Ralph. Crazy Ralph has a heart of gold. <laughs> Pat, where are they find you? I'm sorry I did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah why would you do that? I'm sorry. Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. Uh, you can also check out uh, the video that Rob is mad about <laughs> over on Blood Binge. There you go. Uh, and come back, check us out next week, guys. Uh, support the show, damn it. And good night from Slasher Radio. That son of a bitch is never coming on this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we bumblefucked our way through that one. That's good. All the best with Slasher Radio Podcast. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.